again, did not realize we were recording. I was just trying to get a sip of my coffee. You slurp very loudly. (laughs) Hello! That's why I don't drink hot coffee! Iced coffee forever. Hello, and welcome to I Spit in Your Mouth. An ooky, spooky podcast. Where we talk about all things ooky and or spooky. And apparently coffee. And Prosecco. Very Prosecco. And we interview other ooky, spooky people. Correct. We are very excited about today's guest, aren't we? Oh, I cannot wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I, I have been... Like, when we started the podcast, this, this person was the person that I was like... I really, really want to get her on the podcast at some point. Yeah, I feel like this was like your kind of goals person. And I are we peaking? Are we peaking this I early? I hope we're not peaking this early. <laughs> because I honestly, I really didn't think she was going to say yes. <laughs> I didn't either. When you were like, oh, I'm going to ask. I'm like, oh, she's going to be like, what the fuck? And she was like, Dottie Spartans? Yeah, absolutely. And I was like. Uh. Meanwhile, most people are like, Dottie Spartans? Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! I feel like that—that that is definitely the the usual response. Yeah. I mean, that was my first response. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're very very excited to interview her, and we are very very excited to hear uh, all about the things that she has been doing. She has her own shop where she creates really spooky and adorable. I know, merch. like her shit is really really. Her stuff cute. is so cute. Uh, she has a movie coming out in twenty twenty one. Which we're very excited about. Lay it all out. Lay out her whole fucking and, life. All right, and uh, she she is a horror maven, spooky bitch, and we are so excited to have her on here. And, and I- also my Animoji twin. Yeah. Which I, I was like, I saw her post. I was like, wait, was that me? But, you know, I feel like I'm like the, the 99 cent store version of what <laughs> she's putting out there. So She's like the high end, like East St. Laurent version. And I'm like, let me go to the Dollar Tree and see what they got this close. <laughs> Listen, Coma likes the Dollar Tree. <laughs> Who doesn't like the fucking Coma Dollar Tree? Coma likes the Dollar Tree because they have Dollar Blu-rays. There you go. We love the Dollar Blu-rays. <laughs> So, without further ado, we're going to do our uh, ceremonial opening of the bottle of Prosecco. Um, And Deirdre, this is for you. Apparently, Deirdre really likes it when we ASMR the (laughs) the bottle of Prosecco. Well, I hope she really likes me slurping my fucking coffee at the beginning. Ready? No, I'm self-conscious. Get ready. Here it comes. Ooh. Hate it. That's so satisfying. Is it? I feel like this is very long. That's why we edit. Oh my fucking god! Why is my cat like this? What a cunt. Can you please not do this right now? <laughs> oh goodness. Why Why is my cat this way? I wish I, thought I, she almost, I thought she almost knocked over my coffee. I thought she was going to knock over the, the coffee and the Prosecco, and I got very nervous. So, uh, before we call in our guest, I want to just kind of touch base on what's been going on in our lives lately. Okay? Oh, you mean work? Well, yes, work. <laughs> we do a lot of working. But also, by the time this comes out... You will have a fucking event. Yes, I have an event coming up. That I'm we so should excited. definitely promote because we will both be there. 
Absolutely. So by the time you hear this, uh, it'll be almost Halloween. Correct. And on Halloween, I am going to be hosting the Blood Moon Vampire Ball. Spooky. Spooky. (laughs) I'm so excited. Um, Myself and my sister Gigi Kutaina. Miss Gigi Kutaina. Will be doing a very burlesque, very... um, sensual and spooky halloween party does Gigi know how to be sensual i think she thinks she does have you ever eat, seen her eat a burrito no because <laughs> that's it's very sensual it's a very sensual so, moment um so we're very excited about that uh if you are in the westchester county new york area and you would like to attend you can go to www.birdsallhouse.net and um, the info will be there for you to book your table. You should come. And, you know, come socially distance and hang out. Mm-hmm. Socially distance and hang out. Yeah. I don't know it's if gonna, I said that right. It's going to be a I socially did. distant Halloween party with some burlesque vampires. And me probably being fucking stupid. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what's been going on with you, Gulia? Uh Working. Honestly, just working. Unfortunately, nothing very exciting oh. in my life going on at this time. Well, you did come home covered in blood yesterday. I did. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So uh, in my real life job, I unfortunately have to deal with shitty circumstances for yeah. some animals. I work as in an emergency veterinary clinic, and yesterday we were uh, tapping a dog's chest filled up with fluid, and... By the time we were done, every like we did it quick. Uh, everything went very smoothly, or as smooth as it possibly can. And I'm going to carry the big bowl of bloody fluid, and I trip and spill it all over myself. <laughs> you know, I expect nothing less from you, honestly. <laughs> and everyone just looked at me with their jaws dropped, and I was like, you know what? This is how everything's fucking going today. So let's just ride it out. I like had to put on a pair of 3XL scrub pants that would not stay on my body, but I had to put them on and then I wore like a fucking sweater and I'm always warm. So I was sweating for a long time until my clothes were clean. That's my story. Lovely. And apparently getting like blackout drunk last Sunday. Hey, it happens. Where I saw Pete, I saw Dottie for a second and vaguely remember it. Yeah, I remember it, but I'm not going to share it with everyone. I appreciate that. (laughs) Because real friends (laughs) don't tell other friends stories. I really appreciate that because I was not at my finest moment that evening. Oh, well, we are so ready to interview our guest. Do you think she'll come through the Ouija board? Oh, I think so. That We're going to call her on the Ouija board. Thank you, Sharon Needles, for that. (laughs) Ooh, maybe problematic? Definitely problematic. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> so we're going to call her on the Ouija board. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Call, call her on the, the Ouija, Ouija board. board. <laughs> what, right. a, what a bop, though. What a bop. What a bop. So everyone, please lower your lights. Light a candle. Join hands. Get the dick out of your mouth. Get that dick out of your <laughs> mouth. And get ready to call on the spirit of Missy. You may know her from Instagram or Twitch as Manku Gil. She is a horror maven and gorgeous. Honestly, all around like artist. badass, beautiful fucking babe. Like for let's, real. Let's be straight up about. So that. we're gonna we're gonna call out into into the ether and 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 call her spirit towards us. So here we go. Ooh. Is there anyone there who wishes to speak to anyone here? 
Calling out into the ether, into the spirit world. Is there anyone there? Anyone who has a message for anyone? I'm not sure who would want to speak to you. I, not probably. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think I heard something oh, coming through. Is... Oh, oh, who dares disturb the sleeping Monku? <laughs> what what a lovely refreshed sound that was. <laughs> I, whoever whoever the spirit is, she's very very rested and. Unlike me, ever. <laughs> Misty, welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. So, so excited to have you. I don't know if you can tell Dottie is about to have a million <laughs> heart attacks right now. I was trying really hard to get it all out beforehand. And now that we're actually on the Zoom call, I'm really, really excited. I know. Since I think Dottie approached you, and you said, yes, I got 9 million text messages after I was at work. And I was like, can you please shut the fuck up for five seconds? <laughs> it's fine. Oh, my God. If we thought that Gulia was frustrated, you should imagine. My mother was so <laughs> Oh, my bad. God. My mother was oh so over it. So because my mother owns a restaurant and I work with her there. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I was like, mom, you don't. And she goes. Is, she's like, it's it's that chick from Instagram, isn't it? Oh my god, that chick from Instagram! I love that's that. Like, that's gonna be yes, my new bio. That chick like, from Instagram. Like under under all of your info at the bottom, puts out that chick from Instagram, Dottie Spartan's mother. Yes. Like in quotations. Oh so then I'm showing my my mom, and I'm like, I was like, oh my god, I'm so excited she's gonna be on the podcast. And she goes, you know, she looks a lot like Emily. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, I'm not mad about that. And I go, <laughs> I guess I have a type. <laughs> mm -hmm, I could see that. Yeah. If I liked women, now oh, we know. I love that. Thank you. Such a huge compliment. Thank you. Love I know. It. I said the same thing. I was like, bless their hearts. Because I was just like, my God, I feel like trash sometimes. So appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we are so we are so excited to have you on. Uh, when, we, when we first started talking about doing the podcast, we, you know, we made a list of all of the people that we potentially would like to have as guests on the podcast. And yeah. of course I was like, I wanted Missy right away. That was like one of the names. Oh I my goodness. So when we were trying to figure out who we wanted to do for, for this episode. This is we, our, like our Halloween episode yeah, too. We couldn't really, we were trying to figure out who, <laughs> you know, we were trying to figure out who we wanted. And I was like, I'm going to ask Missy. And, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if she's going to say yes, but I'm going to ask her anyway. <laughs> And I'm just really excited. So, so thank you for that. And our, I mean, you're, you have your hands in everything. You do so much. Oh my God. Yes. Which... I'm so greedy. <laughs> Honestly, I love that. More, more power to you because why not capitalize off of what you have going on naturally? Like you have a, it seems like you have a great entertaining personality. You have oh. obviously wonderful physical features. I'm not going to put too much on that, <laughs> but like you are also just very good at entertaining people. So why would you not Thank you. make a profit off of that? Absolutely. So the first question that we like to ask our guests is why the spooky life? What is it about spookiness and horror and the macabre that you're drawn to? The spookiness. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, man. Okay. I don't know. I think that's like kind of an intricate question because I just, I think it digs into like somebody's 
makeup, you know, like what it makes a human, like, why do you like what you like? Um, for me, I had to like dig deep on that question. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay, what went wrong in my life? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's what went right, you know, like, but what, yeah, now I see it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah. With you. Now I see I'm like, okay, things happen the way that they did for a reason. Yes, absolutely. I gotta say that maybe around like the age of three, I used to watch Tales from the Crypt and Elvira, of course. Oh. <laughs> I remember getting in trouble because I would stay up late past what was it? Mad TV. Mm-hmm. So after Mad TV, oh, that was real late. Show up. Oh yeah. And <laughs> so my mom would get so mad. My dad would get so mad because they're like, "You're not gonna sleep. You're just gonna be scared." I don't think I understood the concept of scary and being afraid. I just knew that I liked it. I loved that anticipation when he pops out of his crypt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so bad, but I loved it. But yeah, I don't think I, I was able to understand that I liked it because it was scary. But maybe around like five or six, age five or six, um, me and my mom started developing this tradition where we would choose a scary movie and then we would pick a date when we would get together and watch a scary movie. So that went on for like many years until finally I started to understand like, okay, I think I like things that are scary. I think that's a thing, you know? So I started associating like scary movies with happy feelings and maybe a personality. Yeah. Not until like elementary. Oh, Lord Jesus. Um, (laughs) The school years. (laughs) Yeah. Oh God. Kids kids are so mean. That's why I don't want to have any. They're so mean. Are you kidding? Can you imagine giving birth to a bully? You are preaching (laughs) to the choir. Because I'm like, I'm, I was like so heavily picked on, but also Mm -hmm. I could totally see myself being a bully now. And I'm like, I don't know what, I don't know what could have happened. Thankfully I was weird and I got whatever I got. Yeah. I'm I'm grateful now for sure turning out the way that I did but back then it was so painful because mm-hmm. I really really like cats and mm-hmm. I was lonely and my social skills were practically non-existent so all I knew about communicating with people was movies mm-hmm. and so obviously people don't act in real life the way that, that they do in movies so that didn't help me make friends <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> being like not included on things and being made fun of and all of that fun stuff that that builds character right <laughs> just sort of oh pushed me more toward towards movies so yeah. I was like okay you know what I'm weird so I started like relating to the weird characters in horror movies so I was like I think this is my sweet spot I think I'm just gonna like stick to scary things because that makes me happy and horror movies because I feel like I could just relate to these characters for some reason you know they come back and get revenge on everybody I don't know something something within the lines I mean I feel like that was every little like kid who got picked on that was the dream right there was to like come back and just like get revenge at some point that carry moment like that 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 carry moment moment where it's just like you know all I wanted to do was was fit in and you wouldn't let me so now you all have to die (laughs) (laughs) the dream if I could still yeah. go back, I would love to. Oh yeah, now all I do is I just like, I see them on social media and I see they have kids. I'm like, you know what? That's revenge enough. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, same. I see some of the high school people that were like, oh, you're so weird. You're never going to do anything. And I'm like, listen, I'm like living my best life right now. And you have two little like crotch fruits that you have going on over there. 
So have fun with that while I will be out having the best time of my life doing whatever the fuck I want because I don't have that responsibility. Absolutely. I just want you to know that I, I thought you, I thought you pulled a bottle of poppers out of your I was like, I was like, oh, that's definitely not poppers. No, like, it's it's a fragrance, it's a fragrance. and it was falling out. And- but it looks it it looks like a bottle of poppers. So. Oh my god! She's like, I'm gonna get lit right now. There you uh-huh. go. <laughs> See what comes out. Absolutely, it would be a fucking mess. That's exactly what would come out. But, but no, but I think that I think that a lot of people do identify with that as well. That growing up different. Like I know for me, growing up as as a little gay kid, I identified with horror movies because there's there's something so much so other about the characters you kind of identify with the monsters more than mm-hmm. with the victims. And I think that that, yeah. like, for me, that was the appeal. So I, I definitely understand, like, where you're coming from and, like, finding your connection and finding your power through horror movies. Yeah. I mean, I just hated people, so I went home and watched <laughs> movies. I was like, fuck all this. I'm not in the mood for it. Like, these kids are complete pieces of shit. But I, I always knew that I was going to end up on top, like, at the end of the day. I was like, I'm better than them, and they're just dumb. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had that confidence early on. I mean, it was tough, but you know, it, it took a while to get there, but shit happens. And now I see them on social media like you, and I'm just like, oh, you're divorced <laughs> and have three kids must be rough. And my skin looks perfect. <laughs> right. And I'm like, and I'm in, you know, I'm like now 1 million years old and my skin still looks flawless. Thank you. I'm immortal, bitches. <laughs> yes, cheers to the vampire life. There you go. I did so, my invisible. I'm cheering with you guys. Oh, that's here. fine. Yeah, you know, cheers. Right with you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Manku Shop and the Freaky People Army? Okay, so Manku Shop is my online business that started in late 2017. I think it was supposed to happen like around Halloween time, but you know, in business, everything not everything goes according to plan. So it happened a little bit later. I started designing things that I would like to wear. I feel like there are a few like spooky companies out there. They're growing a lot more now, thankfully, mm-hmm. in the past few years. But I felt like I had these ideas in my head and these designs of them. Like, I don't know what to do with them. Do I give them to a company? Do I give them to somebody? Or should I just try to make it myself? That's kind of how it started. I was like, let me just make this for myself. And people liked it. I would post it and yeah. people were like, where can I get this? I'm like, I made it. Do you want one? They're like, yes, please. So I had to look into like making a website. You chose correctly. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, you. no, the shit is cute. Like yeah. I, I oh. when I first saw it, I was like, God, I want like 90 things off of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. That's that's a huge honor. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. When I first started though, um, I didn't have any like t-shirts or sweaters or any of the fun good stuff I have now I actually started with beer cozies like the little like covers for the beers oh, I love those and, I and pins really yeah I don't know oh why God. those do it for me <laughs> I love them too I started with I was like they're so cute I'm always drinking beer it just makes sense if I just you know provide a little like sleeve for my beer yeah and so all the money that was coming in from that I was like reinvesting it back into the business then I was able to do like one shirt oh it's my it's my little baby it's called lucky kitty I'll never forget it was my first shirt that I did for the (laughs) business it has a cat in the middle and then a saying that says I'm not bad luck your life just sucks oh Um, that's so cute (laughs) 
So that started the Save the Kitties campaign that I have for my company. So whenever you purchase any of the Lucky Kitty products, now I have it on sweaters, on shirts, I have it for men. Um, I believe I did add a few more designs to that campaign. When anybody purchased anything from that Save the Kitties campaign, I donate a percentage of the proceeds to a cat rescue. So that's like very dear to my heart. Because I'm like, I just wish I could save all the kitties in the world. Like, how do I do it? Well, I know what I'm going to be getting Dottie for her birthday. <laughs> I'm going to be getting her all of the save the kid, like save the kitty stuff because. Oh, the precious. <laughs> it's my little baby Stella. I was going to say, I'm glad we mentioned the cat Stella because um, you mentioned Dottie. And then I said, oh, the precious baby. <laughs> so the, the listening, they're like, what's going on? What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, honestly, yes. Dottie is the one who edits this. So who knows how that's going to end up. Just keep it. Just for your own fantasy. Precious Dottie. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, uh, that is absolutely phenomenal. I actually didn't know that. So thank you for sharing that for me. I'm uh, an emergency vet tech in my real life. So oh my, God. my life is all about animals like through and through. And this one with their cat, with the fucking cat. <laughs> with the fucking cat. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, we were meant to meet. We oh, oh like serious. Oh, um, <laughs> also before I forget, um, cause I think this is like, it's stupid but it's cute and I can't like not mention it the sweaters in the save the kitty campaign so like the lucky kitty or the spooky cat mom or the spooky cat dad they have cat ears on the hoodie so the hoodie have (laughs) cat ears okay (laughs) because I am that weird kid from school well here's the thing is that for the holidays now Dottie is going to be very stylish in a little cat ear sweater (laughs) <laughs> and I'll tell everyone where they can get it. Exactly. <laughs> I am a dog person. I love cats, but I am a dog person surrounded by cat people. Like surrounded oh by God. cat people in my life. I'm not mad about it. It's because you're an Aries and this is your punishment. True. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I do have a um also I do have the spooky dog mom, spooky dog dad, and I also have my cat my dogs like horror movies. Why? Because I just, I thought, no, I don't know, honestly, that was cute. And they have dog ears, the hoodies. Yeah. We know what, so we we're know where everyone's guess, like where everyone's guess is coming from, because I'm going to have dog ears. You're going to have cat ears. My dogs and I just sit and watch horror movies at home all the time. So they mm-hmm. do love horror movies. They have no choice. Right. Mm-hmm. I do feel like a lot of um, people in the horror community, when we have pets, like our pets, just end up enjoying scary movies because we just watch it so much and they're like it makes my owner happy so it must be a good thing I also (laughs) feel like we're all like obsessed with our animals as well and I don't know if that turns into like a whole weird psychological thing but I feel like every single person I meet in the community who has an animal in their life is like obsessed with them yeah um yeah I think it I think it might tie back to the whole like growing up and you know, just humans being shitty yeah. to 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 us, and like realizing that pets are amazing—not pets, well, I should just say animals. Yeah. Animals yeah. in general are amazing, and they're they. I feel like they can sense when you're sad, when oh, you're lonely, totally when you're in pain. Absolutely. And I'm like, how can an animal sense that and have the heart to be nice to you, and a human can't? I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna like dig into this. I'm just gonna <laughs> pick and choose. I, I, I'm just gonna choose the animals. That is a whole other <laughs> like, podcast. But like, honestly, 100, <laughs> I agree. People are trash. Animals are amazing. Save them all. 
kill the people. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we like horror movies. Kill the people. <laughs> the the stuff on on Monkey Shop is so wonderful. I mean, the, the makeup bags and shirts and and pin. There's so much. There's so much. There's literally something for everybody. Yeah. If you like horror, you like cute spooky, spooky shit. Yeah. Like it, there's literally something for everyone. It's it is wonderful, and I thank you. I I, th- I thoroughly enjoy. It. I'm like every time, I'm like I'm gonna go and I'm gonna buy something, and then I don't have any money because I'm I'm broke. But I'm to, I, I <laughs> it's am. because this, we this, live in New York. I know it's this 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 Christmas. I'm I'm getting everybody something a little spooky from. Oh from, my god! I mean, yeah. you are so sweet. You are I so sweet. Know your fucking gift. So there you go. You know, and that's. That's actually one of the main reasons. So like over on my Instagram page, I have a page specifically for um, Monku Shop, my store. And on there, you'll see a recurring theme. I mainly repost or uh, feature customers. So when a customer shares a photo and tags me, um, I love to share that on my Instagram because I just have this like overwhelming sense of like gratitude and appreciation for their purchase. Because if they're anything like me, it took them a while to save up to get that shirt or that sweater. Yeah. So it, it means a lot to me that you made that purchase, that you supported, that you liked it enough to get it. And I'm like, I don't know what you went through to get that. You know, some people money is just like, well, it's just popping out of my pockets. And some people it's like, well, I need like a month to save up for something, yeah. you know? So I, it just means a lot to me and I appreciate everybody's purchase. So I'm going to like feature you. I'm going to like shower you with love. I'm just going to like, until you throw up, you're like, it's too much, Misty. Stop loving me. <laughs> so then you, you also have uh, the Freaky People Army, which if yes. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, started on your Twitch. Uh, yes. The Freaky People Army uh, was formed in Twitch, but Freaky People. So like that term actually started like a lot earlier than that. Before I started Instagram, I used to work for a makeup counter I don't know if I can I can I like name drop yeah like sure makeup okay. companies yeah okay so I used to work for Mac Cosmetics girl same um, oh awesome you know what fist bump double fist bump <laughs> we are the same person <laughs> um I used to work at Mac Cosmetics and I loved it I have nothing negative to say I love the company um loved everybody that worked there loved all the products mm-hmm. um however you know I don't, I don't know oh I'll just say it I'll just say it we get all types of customers, you know, when you work in retail, that's going to happen. That's normal. It's expected. And it's our job to be fucking polite. Like, goddamn, that's in the fucking tide. Like, you know, you go through all this training, be fucking polite, find out what the customer is looking for and try to help them. Right. So I thought that was just common sense. And I thought everybody did it. Apparently not. Sometimes we would get like, you know, people that looked different. Sometimes we get people that looked gothic Sometimes we get like young kids that looked, you know, like raggedy or whatever. Sometimes we'd get men that would come in and had questions about makeup for themselves. Um, I would try to help everybody and try to figure out what they're looking for, whether it was one product or 20 products or no products. Maybe it was just knowledge. If I had the time, because obviously, you know, you have to be able to help everybody. I would try to help everybody. Um, well, I guess I built a reputation for um, getting handed or, or like being tossed the weird people oh. <laughs> because other co-workers did not want to handle that. They wanted to go for the girl that looked like she was going to drop $300 or something, you know? So they would, it got to a point where even like, my, I think my supervisor is the one that like started saying this term. She's like, Missy, your freaky people are here. 
Oh, so as soon as a, yeah. So as soon as like a weird looking customer would come in, yeah, they would like come get me and they're like, Missy, your freaky people are here. And I don't know if they meant that as an insult. I don't know if they meant it, like if they were innocent and they're just like, I don't know what to call these people. So we're just going to call in freaky people. Um, I never asked. I was like, you know what? I know what you mean. I'm just going to go help the customer. Yeah. I'm not going to take it personal. But when I, when I started Instagram, that kept popping back in my head. I'm like, you know what? That is my audience. That is my people, freaky people. People that are get that get judged before they even know anything about them. People that that you know, most people don't want to help or even like like they're gonna give you money and you don't want to talk to them. Mm-hmm. That's messed up. Where does that come from? Why are you like that? So I was like, you know what? I love them all. Come to me. <laughs> I will hug you. I will nurture your wounds. I will talk to you. You're my people. Come hang out with me. So I started addressing my audience as freaky people, and then we when I started. That. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> when I started doing live streams on Twitch, um, I, it sort of felt like I started building an army. It's, it sounds really weird, but I just felt like <laughs> the people from Twitch and the people from Instagram, they're just, they're a different species. <laughs> so it just felt like it, an army was forming. So then we just started calling it the Freaky People Army. And that's where we're at right now. And yeah. I'm just like, I feel like it started so innocent. Yeah. <laughs> we were yeah. just freaky people from all over. And now, now we're going to take over the like world. An but, army. Like, honestly, <laughs> I was in a freestanding store and I was that person at my store where they were just like, hey, um, like there's this weird gothy looking kid up there. Can Do you want to go help them? And I was just like, absolutely. Like, let's go. I don't care if you buy one product. I don't care if you just want an eyeliner or an eyeshadow, like, and need to know how to apply it. Because my first like foray into makeup that I will never forget was from someone who worked at the store that I ended up working at, who just sold me two eyeshadows and was very happy to do so just to help me. Yeah. So be that person to like help other people. I'm like, that's the way I always looked yeah. at it. And like the way I looked at doing makeup was Absolutely. to help someone feel their best. And it's also, you know, like just supporting each other and that, and we, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but you know, I mean, horror <coughs> fans are some of the nicest people. And smelliest. And smelliest people. But <laughs> we, because we all know what it's like to be the freaky person yeah. in the room, you know? So like, we all support each other and we all understand, like, you know, we all are just like, hey, like if you like, come sit next to me, come talk to me. Yeah. Like, hey, I like your shirt. Yeah. You know, hey, I like your hair. It's very and also like I feel like one of the most open groups of people because it's like we are so used to getting judged solely based on how we look. And I I am a nice person underneath everything, question mark. But <laughs> um, I feel like I always go out of my way to like be polite and courteous to other people who might not necessarily think that I'm gonna be a nice person. It's my eyebrows. (laughs) How I draw eyebrows. How you draw your eyebrows. Well, well, when you get them microbladed, microblade them in a way that doesn't seem so aggressive. No, I want them to be aggressive forever. (laughs) I can't believe you just said that. I love that. That is my excuse when people are like, "Oh, you're so nice." I thought you were going to be mean. I'm like, it's just the eyebrows. the eyebrows make me look angry like literally that's been my excuse the whole time I'm like I swear I'm not mean it's really just my eyebrows <laughs> I just walk away uh but I but you do have um freaky people army merch as well correct yes I do oh, yes 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 oh, yeah. so 
perfect. So then we're gonna. Have, so now we need. Um, you need the 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 spooky dog mom. I need the spooky cat dad, and we need freaky people army shirts. Correct. So this Christmas is gonna be sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a picture. Just sponsored by Monku Shop. <laughs> I love that. Yes, I love that. That would be really cute. We talked about this with Coma, but you know, when you see someone else who is a freaky person, you know, and you immediately there's that camaraderie of like, oh, that's someone like we could be we could be friends. Like we could totally like that's basically how we became friends. Mm -hmm. Is I was like, who's that cool goth chick? I want to be your friend. (laughs) And then we became friends. And then and then I and then she showed me your Instagram and I was like, uh, I'm obsessed. I'm going to be her friend whether she wants to be my friend. That's the most hilarious part is that Dottie over here is, obs- I mean, I, I, I want to say obsessed, but that sounds a little creepy. But I'm okay with creepy. Okay, obsessed. <laughs> and I'm I'm okay with obsessed. Right, like obsessed. But I was the one who was like, I started following you first because I was like, oh wow, like look, she's really pretty and she does all this cool shit in the sat in the third. And I showed Dottie one day, and Dottie just took it and fucking ran with it. Like <laughs> went for it. Hard. He's like mine. <laughs> yeah, no, pretty much. Like I'm, I'm claiming. I'm claiming. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm going to make Missy my friend. Whatever pretty I much. have to. <laughs> Pretty much it worked. Different. Whatever witchcraft you did, it worked. I saw your photos. When, and I'm- when you shared my Dracula photo, I actually, I, I woke up in the morning and I screamed and I took oh a screenshot of it and I sent it to Gulia because I was like, I can't believe this. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but that's, I would literally, I was like, I'm, we're going to be friends. I don't care what I have to do. Uh, and and by the end of this podcast, we are going to be friends. So just. We're going to be best friends. We're going to be the best school friends. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Because I do remember when I woke up to that text message and I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> That's, well, free, I loved it. I loved, I loved everything about that photo. I was like, I, I want to be her. I want to oh, be her. I don't know how I'm going to make this happen. That look was uh, fantastic. Well, thank you. Like, I, worked, was fantastic. I, I worked very hard to curate that look. So, <laughs> so the next one is about your movie that's coming out. So we're all <gasps> dun, dun, dun. so we're all so excited about Appetite for Sin, and I know that because of COVID, filming got pushed back. So it's going to be. Um, I think it's it's slated for twenty twenty one. Correct. Yes, that's correct. And I know that you can't share a lot but what can you tell us i know that you're you're starring as um the the, the leading vampiris um which, I, which I love. <laughs> I, i'm so excited <laughs> so what what can you share with us tell us a little bit about it so that we, we can get our listeners excited about it as well okay so i play the character um her name is sarah hayes and she is the leading like role but um i, I gotta say it's not what you expect I think when you hear like, oh, vampires and, you know, vampires in LA, you're like, you have to start building this image like, oh no, oh no, this movie <laughs> takes you through so many roller coasters, so many turns. You're just like, wait, no, wait, I didn't see that coming. When I first read the script, it must have been, I, I think I've told the story like a million times. I think it was like around midnight, between midnight and three in the morning, because that's when I'm up and doing things. <laughs> I was reading my email and I read the script and I started screaming. And I couldn't stop screaming because okay. I was like, no, don't do that. Wait, what? That was you? I was like, no. Oh my God. I was just, I was so into it. And I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. 
this this needs to happen. Yeah. This needs to be out into the world. People need to see this. This is amazing. Everybody's going to scream the way I did. <laughs> so uh, really briefly, the movie is about a, it's a story about how my life got twisted upside down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, girl, is this the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Vampire Edition? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Oh I'll my god! Be here for it, I'll be here for it. Honestly, I'm sorry. I don't know how to be a professional adult. <laughs> oh, dude, honestly, neither. you think we are? We've already finished one bottle of prosecco. You think we're <laughs> professional? So neither one of us knows how to be professional or a decent human being. So, at so like, it's fine. <laughs> we're good. I've been suppressing all of my burps, just sort of. If you ever see me like go off to the side, I've been known to burp. In right into the, the microphone mic. directly into if it. you're doing it for me please don't hold back i've said <laughs> this before I'm, i am a child i love burps and farts sound hilarious i fucking love, love them they we will make that. me laugh go for it if you don't mind if your audience doesn't mind burp into the mic we'll have a burping contest <laughs> i hate to say this but like i can burp on command and i will challenge you like if oh, you shit. start burping like i will try to challenge you <laughs> Oh, okay. We were talking about the movie. Yeah. Not- <laughs> yeah, sorry. Wow. Tangent. Tangent. Dottie's doing well at making you the new best friend. <laughs> I'm I'm fired. Emily who? Oh. <laughs> Wait, oh. where's, where's yeah. Emily? <laughs> Just us now, Missy. Just the way I planned it. <laughs> it's like single white female. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Do I need to intervene? I'm He's like, going to start wearing bangs and black hair that that might be a little oh he's gonna start having like the same tattoos i'm like what? it's totally normal it's safe as long as it doesn't doesn't take like a like a leather face or like (laughs) yeah please don't take my skin there we go now we got the party started wear your skin to my birthday party it's fine (laughs) wear my skin (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so anyway the movie yes please please we want to hear more okay oh okay so uh what were we saying yes appetite for sin so it is a movie about females um no, it's not about females let me start that it's so early my brain it's just okay. it's work. Okay. well there is a female in it so there is a female there is multiple female vampires very sexy female vampires oh my god wait until you guys see these female vampires it is about vampires in LA there is a group of females and obviously do what vampires do then there is a young lady by the name of Sarah Hayes who is a vampire but is also get ready for this an undercover FBI agent who is hunting down a vampire killer by the name of Jeffrey Nelson and her objective my well my objective because I play Sarah is to catch him and make him spend the rest of his life in prison so that's my form of punishment but there's also another young lady by the name of Joan Rosen who's also a vampire and also wants to catch Jeffrey Nelson but she doesn't want to lock him up she wants to kill him Mm -hmm. so here's where it gets good who's going to get to him first yep okay Joan or Sarah fight for justice okay okay so yeah like I said not what you're expecting but even with that being said it's still not what you're expecting okay (laughs) No, I mean, I'm, listen, I'm super I speak excited. I riddles. <laughs> and I'm super excited to see this. I, I'm a huge advocate for indie films. And I 
I've ranted so many times on this podcast about how much I fucking hate Hollywood because all they keep doing is remaking my favorite movies. And there is such a wonderful plethora of very talented people acting, writing, directing these very creative movies that are phenomenal. And all you need is just like a little bit more money sometimes. And I could see that doing phenomenally on like the big screen. So I'm, I'm a huge advocate for indie films. So when this gets released... I'm sure this one. I'm going to make sure we watch it. <laughs> the day, the day it gets dropped, I'm sure that I will get a text being like, today's the day. I have a couple of bottles of Prosecco. You're coming over. We're getting Chinese food. And that's we're- what's going to happen. Oh my God. Can you invite me? Oh. <laughs> Speaking of which. We were actually supposed to go to LA this past oh, year. I know. I, obviously COVID put a damper mm-hmm. on our on our plans to go over to LA, but we go every year. So so you know next time next time once COVID is passed, yeah. we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll make that a, a thing. Yes, but I know that this isn't your your first foray into movies. Uh, you have on IMDb, you have plenty of credits uh, for working in the makeup department on yes. the movies, and then you also have a credit for a short called. Ladies Night. Ladies Night. Which I have not been able to find, and I want to watch it so bad. It's so good. It's so good. It's not out yet. Oh, it's, it's not still, out yet. Yeah, it's not out yet. I've been looking everywhere, and I... <laughs> I know! It's such a horrible tease. I, like, blasted it all over my social media. I talked about it on Twitch. And then, um, obviously, COVID, you know, it just slowed everything down. Um but they're working hard to get it out. Okay. It's so good. Oh God. It's so good. It's so bloody good. Oh, you know, bloody the, good. Bloody good. Bloody good. God. Yeah. Because the poster is fantastic. Oh my God. All the ladies sitting around the table. It's just, it's really fantastic. Missy's hair is like this. I, I, it's huge. <laughs> it's so funny because the last time my friend does my hair and I was just like, I want my hair to look like this and like this big. And I actually <laughs> pulled up the poster and I was like, please, this big. Like up here. And she was like, Gulia, you don't have enough hair for that. Like, <laughs> I have a lot of hair, but I'm like, I, I don't have. Get a bump it. <laughs> oh, my God. It, that was a that was a wig. I wore a wig. That was a wig from Deodo Wigs. Oh, I love her stuff. That girl, just she has like gifted hands. She can make wigs look so realistic and so beautiful. And she does like vintage hairstyles. So um, that was called the, the Black Marilyn. I believe that's what it's called. Or the Black Monroe. I think it's a Black Marilyn. So good. So good. Because, I mean, I've never worked on a film, but I know that Gulia has done makeup for some for some indie films. And like, what what is it like to work in both capacities in the makeup department and then as an actor in in a film? Because you have done both. You are well, well versed. (laughs) I'm a slut in the industry. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I mean, listen, I refuse. Sorry, my Spanish came out. Oh, I love it. I love, I love it. Like, <laughs> I was like, Missy, don't say it. Missy, don't say it. And I said it. Let it ride out. Let it ride out. Always say it. Always say it. First it. of all, first of all, every time you speak Spanish, like my heart leaps. It's like, I love oh it. My God. I think you're going to turn Dottie straight. Oh my God. I don't know I if know. I can get it up, but like, <laughs> <Do> you- <laughs> I'll like buy you like chocolates or something. <laughs> there you go. Is that what I people do? Go. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Usually, usually I just bring do. a bottle of poppers and put some porn on. I don't really know how to oh. do that. <laughs> Such 
little effort. You know what? That's straight, straight man. You're describing straight men. You're good. You, you got I'm it. The bottom. I don't know. I'm not the one who does any of this. I let that other guys. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're very like an, a caring, nurturing bottom. I'm, I am because I'm a Taurus. I can't help myself. I know. I'm a Taurus with a lot true. of water. I'm a true. Taurus with a cancer rising and a Pisces moon. It's very, very messy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. You are messy. But but no, but anyway, back to, back to, this is, we keep getting sidetracked. <laughs> but that, so what is it like to, and in both capacities to work uh, for w- doing makeup for, for, for a film and as well as working as an actress? It's very fun. It doesn't stop being fun. It didn't change. It didn't change. I thought I was going to be feel different. Not at all. Getting to do makeup. I will say when I did that hair and makeup, it was a little bit, I feel, I don't know. It felt more fast paced because mm-hmm. you're like on your ass. You're like, get up, go check who needs to touch up. They need you here. They need you there. You need to be doing makeup on like six people and they need them all done in like half an hour. And you're like, oh my God, I need half an hour for one person. So you're like running around all of a sudden you're dictating other people. Like, oh, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. And they're like, I'm not hair and makeup. I'm like, you're going to do it. <laughs> I yeah. need you to do this kind of thing. So I feel like doing the hair and makeup was a little bit more fast paced. But it was still fun, nonetheless, getting to talk to the actors, talk to everybody behind the scenes, D- doing the acting part. It's still a lot of fun. It's still, it's still fast paced, but it's a different type of fast pace. I don't know if that makes sense. I, I, like, I don't know how to describe it. Because <laughs> I feel like once you, like once hair makeup is done and the actors are on set, like I chilled out kind of like a little bit, like when I did makeup, because I was like, all right, all I need to do is sit here and look for touch-ups like mm-hmm. and then I'm good because pretty much like I I worked in a lot of like big party scenes where it was like hey you have to do like 15 people in 0.5 seconds and I was like cool <laughs> this is great I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna die this is fine <laughs> but once that was done I would just like keep an eye out on everybody for touch-ups and if someone like I hate I hate but when I get like straight men like straight cis men who don't know to not touch their face oh I'm like, like, hey, hey, you, can you, can you fucking stop? Like, please stop. Don't do that. I just spent time on your makeup. Do not touch your face. And they're like, but I have an itch. And I'm like, cool. I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) We've pat your face. I don't care what you do. Just make it work and do not scratch your face because I will kill you. They just don't know any better. They don't. (laughs) They don't know. Yeah. You just got to let me know. Like, if you're itchy, if you're scratchy, let me know. I'll go take care of it. Uh, I will say this, uh, there was a huge difference between, this is like the most noticeable difference for me, at least between doing hair and makeup and acting. It was the um, being rigged up to a microphone mm-hmm. and not remembering you have a microphone on you um, because I have a filthy mouth as innocent and as sweet as I come off. Sometimes that mouth is just so dirty. I just nothing yeah. but polo polo type jokes. Like, <laughs> oh gosh, like you can't, you're like, really? Like what's wrong with you? Kind of thing. The first time that happened, I was just making the girls laugh because everybody was outside setting up for an outside scene. And the girls from ladies night, we were all like sitting around the table and, I don't know how we went down this road, but me being me, I'm pretty sure I led everybody down this road. <laughs> we started joking about like dildos okay. <laughs> and like, I don't know what the joke was, but we we're talking about dildos going commando, something about vaginas talking and we we're just laughing. Cause it's just like between us, yeah. you know? 
And then I hear everybody laughing outside <gasps> loud. And I'm like, no. why, why are they laughing? Like, I was like, well, I wonder why they're laughing. Like, do you think they could hear us? And they're like, yeah, we could hear you. Your, your mic. I was like, no, <laughs> no. The gag of the century. I mean, and, and honestly here at I Spit in Your Mouth, we love a filthy mouth. We love a filthy everything. We are not clean or proper or Mm-mm. well put together. <laughs> Question mark. I'm I, like, I love it. I love it filthy. And I love it. I, I like it to push boundaries. Same. But I, that's what I enjoy. Same. Like, just make me question my safety. Oh, I like that. Is that the is that the slogan? Because like, wow, <laughs> put that on a shirt. I think, I think we're gonna have to put under this episode. Make me sign. Make me sign a waiver. That's all I'm saying. Ooh, make me sign a waiver. That's well. That's my that's yes. my um, my catchphrase for any going to any haunt ever is I like people are like oh let's go to a haunted house I'm like do they have a waiver. Because I want to go to one that has a waiver. Make me sign a waiver. <laughs> so I feel. And I, what what level of disclaimer are we talking about? Yes. And I, I I know this is a little like kind of playing off what you said. Are you a, are you a haunted house gal? Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh, so much yes. I I, I had to think about that question. I'm like, am, do I consider myself a haunted house? I'm like, I don't know if I'm. I mean, I've had a few. I've had a few spirits in me, whatnot. Am I myself I haunted? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, there's a lot of booze in me right now, so. There you go. Oh, oh my God. God. There's been a lot of bones in this old house. If there you, know you what I mean. go. <laughs> there are a lot of bones rattling around in this old house. Let me tell you. Well, if you listen very closely, you can probably hear my bones rattle right now. Oh, uh, <laughs> That's my right knee. Right? <laughs> I'm actually experiencing terrible back problems all the time lately. <laughs> So I'm like, I bet you might actually hear my bones. We're getting old. I know. For, you know what? Immortals was, are not supposed to feel this way. We're I supposed know. to live forever. It's the lack of, of, of clean virgin blood is just not as available to us as it used to be. I think that's what it is. Finding a virgin is very difficult yes. nowadays. You have it to is. go for like an eight-year-old. Right. <laughs> well, it tastes like veal. That's all I'm saying. It tastes oh like my veal. veal. Listen, I've never had a veal. <laughs> you know one of the questions that i sent you was very very specific and i think that it's really important that we talk about it you know because latinx representation especially within horror fiction and cinema is has been so limited Mm -hmm. and i mean it's literally basically you and salma hayek oh Oh my god (laughs) um those chichonas (laughs) so you know what how does how does it feel to be to know that you're basically making history here. Oh my god! I mean, because I, I, I mean, you probably never even thought about it this way, but <laughs> no, I know. I'm like, now Dottie's many, gonna fuck you up. <laughs> you know how many Latina vampires are out there? You know, in in the mainstream media. At first, I thought there were there were a lot of like Latina vampires or just Latinas in horror in general. Um, and I was getting ready. I was like, oh, I'm going to blow your mind with all these like names. Right. But as I'm like remembering, I'm like, no pendeja. When I used to watch horror movies as a kid, I didn't realize until much later on that I was watching American horror movies that were dubbed in Spanish. So I thought they were Mexican movies. They weren't. They were American uh. movies dubbed in Spanish. And I was like, oh, wait, so then where are 
And then yeah. I, I, there weren't really that many, like, I was like, Oh, so yeah, I agree with you. I was like, yeah, that it, it is very limited. And sadly it's lacking in representation. I mean, we have, you know, amazing directors like Guillermo del Toro, who yeah. is doing incredible things and has, and has created some, some beautiful I mean, visually beautiful and and yeah. haunting, and like he is one of the mo- most mainstream out there. But even he, I feel like, is definitely very underappreciated for what he does. Yes, absolutely, but I, but I, you know, especially in the the vampire subgenre of horror, there's, I mean, it's it's rare that you find even you know like any vampires of color <laughs> at all. Yeah. So you know, being a Latinx person portraying you know being the lead in this vampire feature you know it this is it's huge and i i don't want to put you on the spot and make you feel all nervous all <laughs> like, of a sudden, but... the world is spinning too fast make it stop <laughs> but i but i mean like when i when i when i say it's you and sama hayek i'm not joking <laughs> i know like and even when you pose this kind of as a question i was like i literally cannot think of anyone else which is awful that's really fucked up I think that's the reason why I waited so long to pursue acting was because when I was growing up, I didn't really see my ethnicity, my language, my body type, my face. I didn't see it in the movies. And so I thought that's not for me. I have to do something that I see my people doing. Fortunately, I wish I could be an actress because I feel like I can relate to movies and I'm just, you know, I'm weird like that. So, but No, I felt like that it, it wasn't for me that I wasn't I wasn't gonna fit the criteria. I wasn't gonna fit the look. And I remember in middle school there was a teacher. He was a math teacher, and he would tell me, "You need to pursue acting. You need to go into acting, take an acting class." And I was like, "Um, but like, why? Like, he's like, because you should be an actress. Like, you're so dramatic." <laughs> I was oh. like, I was like, um. Yes, I had never thought of it, but sure, we'll see. So I think it was like around middle school, I did go into acting. I took an acting uh, class and I loved it. I loved everything about it. I was like volunteering for everything. I was like fucking just winging everything. I was like, I don't know shit about acting, but I'm just going to like go for it. You want me to do a scene? I'll go do it. Like you want me to go do a crying scene? I'll go do it. Um, there was like a love scene. I'm like, I'll go do it. <laughs> what we call like raw movie. talent. Yeah. I like the raw um, part. Oh, but he, uh, I, I was gonna say, I was like, oh, <laughs> 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 um, but sadly, um, here's where it all went to shit. When it came time to do plays, I thought I was gonna get a good role because I'm like, they're gonna notice that I'm like going for everything, and I'm not scared to be in front of people. Even if I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm not scared to be in front of people. So I was like, I'm definitely going to get a good role. Uh, wrong. It always went to like the pretty tall, thin, blonde with blue eyes. And I'm like, well, like she, she's not good. Like, I'm like, ah, if you can go back and rewatch the tape recording of it. Like she's so, I mean, I'm not wishing any of these girls ill, like whatever, they must have something nice about them. But I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. And um, later on in life, I learned that it's about what is visually appealing. And I was like, oh. so by default, that means I wasn't visually appealing. Yeah. And I was like, my self-esteem was already low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 
which is like really, really fucking awful because I, I was lucky enough to grow up in New York City and there were so many talented kids who I knew who were into acting and things of that sort. But some people of like some sort of color were not able to get these roles that these boring ass little white bread girls got. And I'm like, did y'all watch these auditions? Because you gave this to this girl. And this girl, like this girl over here was like, eh. And this girl over here gave it fire. She gave it passion and she had that special something. And you gave it to this bitch. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Well, I mean, all, all that all that we can hope is that, you know, there's some little person out there who who sees your movie and goes, Yeah, wow, she looks like me. She's and hopefully that that inspires them to to pursue it especially because i find that a lot of a lot of people who big fans of of horror are people of color especially mm-hmm. because yep. like we said before this kind of this feeling of of being other of being different you know they see themselves in the movie so they're drawn to it so mm-hmm. it's like to not have people of color present in these movies it's problematic Fuck, it's, it's it's problematic and it's fucking wild yeah i feel like i have to give a huge thank you and recognition and i should have done this earlier when we were talking about appetite for sin i think i just got wrapped up in talking about what we're talking about anything but the <laughs> well, <laughs> i was gonna say whatever was happening at that point in time i don't know i meant to mention the director matthew Maneka. he's just such an amazing human being he's a director of the film appetite for sin he also did um ladies night and i feel like I wouldn't be getting like doing this right now this movie obviously if it wasn't for him because getting the head start into like movies that was all him like he he saw me he liked me he's like hey you know what you want to like submit your resume for this group so at the time it was an all women's horror based um it was like a talent search kind of group um and that's where I started working as hair and makeup for movies and from day one he was like what do you want from this group I feel like you can, you want to do something else. What do you want to do? And I'm like, I want to say it, but like my past traumas yeah. tell me don't even bother. They're just, you're going to make, it, it was like so bad that I'm like, I don't want to make you uncomfortable by you having to tell me that I'm ugly. So I would just never bring it up. But um, he kept poking. He's like, no, come on, tell me, what do you want to do? What do you want? I was like, you know what? This is going to sound bad because I don't have a background in it, but I would love to act. I would love an opportunity to act. He's like, that's, that's what it is. He's like, yeah, okay. Next opportunity, go. I'm saying, I was like, <gasps> like Shit. Really? he's like, yes. So he he's also Hispanic, and so I was like, you know what? We're gonna do this, aren't we? Like, we're gonna do this. So he he did. He showed me Ladies Nights first, and so we did that. And then afterwards, he showed me Appetite for Sin, and I was like, oh my god, we're yeah. gonna do this. We're gonna like, we're gonna do this. We're just gonna do something new. If we were to, if we were waiting for somebody to give us this opportunity, it probably wasn't going to happen because neither him nor I fit the bill. Yeah. So I think me and him have that same mentality where we're like, we're bulldozers. We're like, I don't give a fuck if you don't have that position for me. We're going to make that position happen. Yeah. We want to do this. So we're just going to do this. Like, we're going to find a way to raise the money, reach our audience and just do it. Why? Because we like doing this. I had a professor in college. There you go. Because I went, I went to college for acting, and I, I had a professor in college who told me that, that explains the best a lot. What, yes, but he said, <laughs> he said 
there isn't there is not a role out there for every person he's like so you have to go out there and you have to make your own you have to create your own work because no one is going to make work for you and that was like that has always stuck with me and like you know i mean even when we created the podcast i was like if I want this, this, I have to go out and I have to do it myself and I have to make it happen. Yeah. And it's, so. it's very funny because Dottie and I, Dottie had a podcast prior to this and was just like, I just want another podcast. I want to talk about shit that I like. And I was like, listen, if you come up with something, I'll hop in, but I'm not, I didn't think I would be good at it. And now I can't get her to shut up. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so since we've, you know, we're talking about movies one of the questions I, I sent you was, can you give us your top three favorite horror movies? And if you can't do top three, you can give us top five. I know it's difficult, but... I, I could do top three. Yeah. Okay. I had to like sit there and think about it. I was like, all right, I can narrow it down. Number one, Countess Dracula. Okay. Oh, yes. Had, oh, yes. Oh, thank God. I was waiting for the reaction. I was like, please tell me you guys have seen it. Yes, that. yes, yes. I will never forget that movie. It impacted me so hard. Like, I was just like, her. She's power. I want that in life. Yep. Whatever she is, I want her. I want that in life. And yeah. Uh, ah, love it. Sorry. Ingrid Pitt <laughs> is just like, she goddess. All the Hammer Horror films, love them. So Countess, uh, Countess Dracula, for sure. Number one. And then it's got to be Evil Dead. Of course. By San Raimi. Yes. Got to have me some Bruce That Campbell. is actually my favorite movie of all time. Who doesn't? Really? Ah! Yeah. Like my favorite of all time. We I've gone on a rant before we because have. they remade it, and I I personally I, did not like it. I thoroughly I know a love. Lot of I love did. Evil Dead, and I still also love the remake. She does not because the We've first one was so beautiful. <laughs> it was so perfect. Why would you I ever? Love the, I love them all. So actually, I would love to know how do you feel about the remake? Be I haven't watched it. I haven't watched. Yes. It. Okay. Well, if you don't need to. There you go. The first I, one. I, I wanted to, but I'm like, I just can't make myself do it. I can't. I don't want to taint the first one. I don't want to accidentally hate it. I don't know. Just people need to stop with the remakes. Yep. Please, please stop. I, I, I appreciate the talent and creativity that goes into wanting to redo a story like Maleficent. I loved it, you know, because technically, oh, I don't know if it's considered a remake. I don't think there was ever a Maleficent story. But I do like the idea of like everybody's point of view, you know, but sometimes if something is wildly loved, maybe leave it alone. Yeah, I don't know. Just the thought. I I mean, I that's that's pretty much how I feel about any and all remakes and Evil Dead. I did end up watching the remake eventually and I fell asleep. (laughs) For me, I liked it. And not only did I like it, I have the director's cut. (laughs) Uh, I watch it. I, I will say that I'm not against I don't, it. I don't. I don't have it. to. I don't know that you need to. Honestly, you don't have to. But if you do, let me mm-hmm. know. But <laughs> you and I can have a conversation offline. I I am a I am a purist like through and through. <laughs> it, it is like when it comes to remakes and everything. I'm just like, just don't do it. The only remakes that I've ever kind of liked, I think, are like Maniac. Okay, I didn't mind the Maniac remake. You know what? Surprising. And I I love Night of, Night of the Living Dead. It's one of my favorites. But I actually liked the the remake that they did in the nineties. I enjoyed it. I don't it. think I saw it. I don't think I saw it. I'm just like I'm not me, a remake. Like, just give me more. Give me more zombies. And more zombies are better. Not like, a remake. <laughs> not enough zombies. 
I think the solution to that would be, and I think would appease both parties is like a side story. Like if you were influenced by this and then, cause you're getting your point across, which is, Hey, I have this creative new take on it. Um, but also you're respecting the original. So I think that would appease both parties. You're like, it's a side story based on this story. That's why I liked evil dead was because it wasn't like, we're going to remake the original story. It was, this is another story that happens in the same cabin with the with the Kandarian demons. It's just different. And that's but it, was, okay. it wasn't okay, we're not really. Into an her, we're not. her eyes, her eyes couldn't have rolled any deeper into her into her skull. That was that was a horror movie right there. <laughs> And what is your number three pick? Oh, yes. So number three, um, ooh, I don't know how people are going to feel about this, but I'm just going to own it because I do. I, I love it. It's dear to my heart. Van Helsing. I love that. I love, I love I'm sorry. I <laughs> Woo! I love Van Helsing. <laughs> Donnie got so excited. She threw the fucking mic in my face. <laughs> I got so excited. I do. I love it. I, First I, of all, it's, it's, it's so... I, li- I like it. I don't love it, but... So First I'll of all, let you two have Kate this. Beckinsale in a corset. I'm I'm there. Yes. Number one. Correct. Okay. The brides were literally everything. If there was just a movie about, if I mean, I know there is a movie about the brides, but like, if there was, if that movie was literally just about the brides, I would have been fine with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. I loved when Dracula turned into the bat. I was li- literally, I was there. I was, well, no, that was beautiful. they had that me. Was they had me done. Yes. 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 So much yes. All of yes. And it's Love, like you- it's so campy. Yes, it's so it, is. it is. Yes, it is. I do like it. I don't love it, but we've we've honestly had more controversial favorite movies on this podcast so far. I'm ready. I have a lock and loaded because I'm. I feel like I have to defend that. Sometimes. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I'm right there. Um, first of all, major respect to the actress Kate Beckinsale because she does a lot of her stunts for an oh, yeah. actor to put herself through that like training to be able to do those moves. Major, major respect. Number two, Hugh Jackman is probably one of the most sexiest wolves oh. I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. And anybody can fight me on that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, if anyone fights you, I'll fight them. Like, straight up. <laughs> that, that, that scene at the end where he's howling because he realized he killed her. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, God. If you haven't seen has, Ben Helsing by this point. Like, fuck I'm her. sorry. Like, Regardless. damn. Like, wow. How he's holding her. The positioning. The artwork done the graphics on it just everything it all worked yeah. uh number three dracula his accent uh, his hair his everything. clothes his demeanor this clapping that he's uh, doing there you go i'm like co-signing that he has. they did such an amazing job casting dracula they did like it was it would it, it was bella lugosi almost like it really was like he did such an amazing job really i mean that's a stretch it. no but it was, was really, he did it such was a really great good. job it was like, really in, good. In, a, in, a, in a on a level of like I'm going to take this, I'm going to take Bella Lugosi's Dracula. I'm going to elevate it to this like ridiculously campy level and I'm going to do it. Like it was great. I thought he was. I, just, I believed it. I believed it. And I gave it to him. I'm like forever Dracula. <laughs> that's how I'm going to remember you. And I know people are going to be mad, but. When the no. baby, like when, when like the, the, the babies died and he like was like, oh my God, amazing. And so honestly, Van, Van Helsing was quite a staple turnaround point for movies like for horror for the horror genres like mm-hmm. subgenre at that time i feel like we were kind of like flailing around a little bit but van helsing was a well done good movie yes i remember at first i hated it 
when it first came out because I didn't really try to like pay attention to it. I just saw like over the surface kind of thing. And I was like, what are you doing? Taking such classic, you know, monsters and remaking them and making them modern. Like I hated it. I hated it. But then by like the third time of watching it, because I I had to watch it three times, I was like, (laughs) wait, no, I get it. Oh, I get it. I love how you're like, I'm actually obsessed and here for all of this. So so in our our first episode, I talked about when I was younger and I was obsessed with Bela Lugosi's Dracula. Like then when I was in high school and Underworld came out, I was obsessed. I think I watched Underworld 700 times. (laughs) I was so obsessed. Okay. I could not get enough. And I was like, I was in love with Celine, like, told, like, I was like, I want to be her. This bitch is a badass. First, vampires with guns. Let's fucking go. So, <laughs> I was She was down. a badass. She really oh, was. Yeah. So, so that, and then, I mean, Michael Corvin, I was like, Ugh, just choke me. Anyway, so. <laughs> then, so then, like when, I said, we're not proper on no. this podcast. So <laughs> then, when, when. Van Helsing came out and I was like, oh, and they're getting Kate Beckinsale. I am down. I'm yeah. there. I'm you've already got me on board because I was obsessed with Underworld. So I went into it being like, I'm so ready. So I loved it right away. But I know, but I totally get it. Like it's because it's it's such a level of camp that it's but they but like they bill it as an action movie. It's so strange <laughs> the way it's done. No, it was, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. And even, oh, I almost forgot to mention, I, he was so amazing. Uh, Frankenstein, the Frankenstein yes, monster. Yes, yes, yes. So good. I was actually just about to try and bring that up and been like, Frankenstein monster in that movie was really, really good. Really good. Top three favorite <clears throat> okay. yeah. I, I, I would say my third. Okay. Because my second was definitely Monster Squad. Like, I mean, yes. I, I, <laughs> Felt in my love for that movie all over the place so that's definitely my second and the first is obviously the original i i but you know what i i'm there i'm here with you missy the frankenstein monster when he yells but i want to live i never felt something so deep crying like that i was like, <laughs> like if that's not me yelling to the world i want to live i'm i'm weird and ugly but i want to live <laughs> i'm a monster but i want to live <laughs> And and it is so wild because I never thought of it on that level, like per se, because it's definitely like we we've all obviously had our different upbringings, but obviously have had our struggles and like powered through it. But it's just like we basically scream that the whole time. Like, yeah, I just want to live. I just want to be me. Just, just leave me alone. <laughs> like, just leave me alone. Let me find my people and like let me be. I didn't ask to be a monster. Oh. Very bad. <laughs> You know, going off of that question, the next one that we have for you is, uh, who are some of your favorite horror hotties? Uh, Ingrid Pitt, of course. Um, Jennifer Tilly and Rose oh. McGowan. Oh. Wait, I, I missed okay. the last time. Rose, we McG- both, we, Ro- oh, Rose, Rose McG- McGowan. Oh. <laughs> I love Rose McGowan. I love McGowan. going on. I got, I got very like... I got thrown off by Jennifer Tilly where I was like... Oh. I mean, yes, Jennifer And then Tilly. Rose McGowan, so... My my friend is friends with Rose McGowan directly, and I'm like, really? So when 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 is this gonna happen? <laughs> I'm like, when am I when am I gonna see her? Oh my god, I'm gonna have a little like George Costanza moment. We're like, um, can we just like casually make this meeting happen? 
Sorry, you just threw uh, a Seinfeld reference at me and I got really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm terribly, yeah. I, no, I love that. I love that. Confessions. No, but, <laughs> we're here for them. But we're I, here for them. But I, I, I co-signed Jennifer Tilly and Rose McGowan so hard. Like, I I love Jennifer Tilly. My, so growing up, I was very afraid of Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> very afraid of Chucky as a child but as we all were I, but I was like so obsessed with Jennifer Till like I just I couldn't stop well, looking who at wasn't? her I mean I, I literally just could not stop looking at her I was just I mean I didn't you know I didn't know I was gay but looking back <laughs> yeah, on it yeah, I was gonna say, looking back on must it have known. I, like looking back on it I'm like I just I just wanted to be her clearly that's like, <laughs> more than anything right she but, made you want to be a blonde yeah like she made me think about it for a second she made me want to sacrifice myself to be a doll for a little bit <laughs> no no like <laughs> let's go let's See, do it I, I love how it wasn't that but i was like almost made me think like, about being big a titty, big titty doll yeah big titty but, doll. but the root upkeep Ooh. yeah i kind of like an outgrown i do root. like an outgrown I root do. on a blonde that sound means that it's time for us to take a break. So, join us for part two of our interview with Missy, a.k.a. Manku Giel, and don't forget to creep it real. If you, if you wanted to talk about your fetish content and your... Oh, I'm, before we I'm even get started, <laughs> in, in regards to the fetish content, when you were walking your cat in that stroll... Oh my god. In the cat oh seat, I was gagged i was here <laughs> for it i was living that was my favorite thing i've ever seen on the internet before literally i think i think <laughs> michelle pfeiffer actually touched herself and didn't know why i think yeah. that's what happened i think she's like oh like she had a tiny or like she didn't know what to do her nipples got hard she was very caught off i think that's what happened <laughs> oh that is accurate when i turn people on it is violent i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> hug please plug your patreon as well right. because- peg you can peg if we're talking about people, fetish, all you want listen. we're down the rabbit hole let's go all the way <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah no plug your patreon as well because you know i i I've obviously part having you on the podcast was not only for us to be able to speak with you but also for you to get your content out there for other people to consume thank well. you thank you thank you yes i do have a patreon it's uh patreon.com forward slash monkun underscore gil if you follow me on Instagram or Twitch or uh, I used to have a YouTube. I don't have a YouTube anymore. I'm trying to think where else I am. I think TikTok. I started TikTok. Uh, you'll find it in my links. In my Patreon is where I post all my fetish content. Um, I felt like that was probably the safest place to put the more extreme stuff because I feel like Instagram is public. You can't monitor who's watching. Mm -hmm. Um, I I, I don't like the idea of forcing myself and my likes onto people. So that's, that's not what the King community is about. So I prefer people that are interested in that um, department, if you will, they have a safe place to go and find that stuff. If that makes sense. So at first it started with just like my simple basic fetish likes, which was like faux fur and faux leather. I love the sound of like faux leather rubbing on itself and doing that little squeaky sound. Oh, that that is <laughs> a fucking wonderful sound. It really is quite <laughs> just 
as far as like ASMR goes, like that's my, that's my level of like, oh yeah, that and the clicking of heels, like when they're like walking on floors. Ah, love that. that, that Can go me on a little bit too, but that's mostly because when I, like when I'm walking in heels, I feel so powerful. But like, so like that, yeah. I'm like a tile floor. You yeah. have that like. Well, you know what it is? Like, I think because normally sexually I'm a sub. Mm-hmm. So when I'm in drag, I'm the dom and it makes me very excited. <laughs> Like, there you ooh, go. I get to, I get to be a dom for a night. <laughs> like, I get to play, but no, I, yeah, that's it's because I I don't subscribe to your to your Patreon, but I have seen some of the the few teasers that you have posted on your Instagram, and you they're know, hot. They're very hot. they're hot. <laughs> like I'll, I don't even like women, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> I might. <laughs> I was gonna say we know that you like Missy. You don't like women, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you know i i know that you have uh you have some some smoking content you yes. have quite a few writing crops i was very intrigued by the writing crops yes um to i'm gonna have to so <laughs> um about a little over 10 years ago before i was doing instagram before i had my shop what i oh and before i used to work at mac um, what I, uh, I'm like struggling to get the words out. <laughs> the last time I talked about it, it didn't end well, but, uh, what I used to do for a living was, um, I was a professional dominatrix. Oh, I okay. used to work out of two different dungeons and I loved every second of it. I loved what I did, but I guess I just thought I needed like a change of pace. I wanted, I had never done a normal job. So for some reason, my dumbass was like, you've got to be normal. <laughs> So I went through a I went through a normal phase. Oh my gosh! Have Overrated. You guys ever watched? Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you guys ever watched Thirty Rock? Yeah. Yes. I, okay. Do you know Jenna Maroney? She's mm-hmm. like into like the weirdest shit, and then she gets into a relationship, and she wants to do like normaling. So to her, it's kinky to be normal. That yeah. was my phase. I thought it was kinky to be normal to get a like nine to five job, go to school, get a degree. I did all of that. Um, I went to study criminal law. I got my degree. I was working for a lawyer. Um, I was like, I'm on my way to be a productive member of society. But then I realized I'm like, I'm like secretly wanting to beat the shit out of like some of these really bad, horrible people and get paid for that. I'm like, no, I didn't work out my kinks. It's who I am. So I was like, okay. Yes. I was like, okay. Um, I need to revisit this part of myself. And little by little, I was like, yeah, it just, I, it's who I am. I was doing that because I loved it and I want to do it again, but times have changed. So opening up a dungeon is a little hard because it takes a lot of time, takes a lot of money. So right now I figured, you know what? Let me try this virtual world. It's a whole new world. <laughs> so I was going to say, gonna... you're going to send both of us off into show tunes now. I can show you my whips. Shiny yes. shiny butt plugs. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love this so much. <laughs> well, here's the thing is that like it's I I think that people need to get more in touch with their kink. Like at the end of the day, everyone has their kinks and I think that no one should be ashamed of it. And the fact that you went you you did your kink of trying to get a 9 to 5 being like this is what I have to do. <laughs> 
And then you're like, wait, no, this isn't who I am. And no. there's nothing. I want to whip some bitches. That's <laughs> there you go. Because also those those people are fucking garbage. Like you went from one extreme to the other. You're like, let me be essentially like subservient to these people when I used to dominate them. Mm-hmm. Point A to point B, like real quick. And those people need to be fucking like taught a lesson at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. They're trash. Well, and, and it's, yeah, it's wonderful to be able to find your own power and your own strength Correct. through through something like that. Being able to like use the beautiful part of that is just at the bottom line finding your power, yeah. finding your strength, and there's no shame in finding your strength in whatever you find it in, as long as people are consensual. That's all you need. Consent is sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Consent. Of course, the keyword. Um, also, another one of my kinks is foot worship and being, um, uh, what is it called? Like, uh, not rained on. What is, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. Never had to say this word. Now I want to say this word. <laughs> <laughs> Drenched? No. Rained on in terms of what? <laughs> Washed over. Washed, Washed over. over. Okay. I should I like, not I like, have started. Being rained on with money, like being rained on. Wow. It's, you know what's funny <laughs> is that like you're thinking money, and I'm like, are we talking piss play? Like Listen, I don't know. I knew she was gonna go there. I was like, I, I have... should not have started my sentence with another one of my kinks is being. Washed on, rained on, <laughs> poured. No, I'm sorry, wrong. I don't. Be, I don't want anyone. To, right. I don't want anybody to pee on me, but I have literally no problem peeing on anyone else. <laughs> you know what? Whatever floats anyone's boat. Yes. Okay. Yes. There is this one guy at the Eagle in New York City who literally just lives by the trough in the bathroom. Oh and, yeah, I've heard about. And that I go guy. into the bathroom, and he's there, and he's like, "Can I drink your piss?" And I'm like. I mean, I'm just going to pee. If you want to drink it, go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. Like, No, you need to be charging him for that. You can't be doing that for free. You are, yeah, you are providing, you are providing a service. You're buying my yeah. next drink because I'm, because the more I drink, the more I pee. So the, you're going to buy my next there drink. There you go. There you go. You are providing a service. This is a, a fantasy that he probably cannot have most people fulfill um and you should not be doing those things for free i know because <laughs> now now i'm rethinking um so i used to go to the pyramid club in new york city all the time and there was this guy called kevin carpet and he he was one of the the fetish people where you stepped on he loved being stepped on and it was like a they had goth nights there and so you had the girls with the big platform oh wow big stilettos and he would just wrap himself up in a carpet and lay next to the bar you wouldn't say anything to him. You would just walk on him and order your drink and walk away. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I would I would try to find out if he had a master or a dom or mistress and then just be like, okay, like if nobody's in charge of him, somebody needs to come get this gimp and like put him <laughs> in his cage because right. you can't be going around doing that shit for free, homeboy. Like... <laughs> Spank that naughty little butt. Like, no, no, no. It was such a staple in the club scene back then that I was like, no one really thought about it. I think that we were accepted it. Yeah, we like it would be it would be a Saturday night at the pyramid. We'd be walking up to the bar trying to get our overpriced drinks, and we would just step on him. Men, women, like obviously not children, but like everyone in between would step on him and get their drink. Well. (laughs) 
Okay, no, can I, he um, got off for free, and that's he did. He did. He got off for free. He did. <laughs> um, let me. Can I just clarify the wash over ah, incident? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to clear my name. <laughs> let me restart the 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 how I started my, my sentence. Um, another one of my fetishes is foot worship and being washed over with gifts. <laughs> yes. I love tributes. There. I, I did just see you ask for a new a new pair of Christian Louboutins. Yes, which I got that afternoon. And good for they you. responded. They responded really fast. Oh, my submissives are the best. Oh, They're so sweet and well trained. Yeah. No, and also those are such beautiful shoes. Mm-hmm. They are. You deserve pairs. You deserve multiple pairs. I deserve pairs. Thank you. I deserve pairs. <laughs> we all do. We all do. Uh, that's it. See, because it's like in my in my in my life i'm in my sexual life i like to be submissive but as it as, in drag i'm very much a dom in drag mm-hmm. um i just you know i mean and and for me drag and and sex are very separate there's plenty yes. of people where drag and sex are are very adjacent that's not the case for me so for me like being in drag is such it, it's so empowering for me i'm like i'm I'm really in charge. I I am the dom and it's wonderful and people listen to me and and I I direct where when things happen and how they happen and it's very exciting. <laughs> um I think a lot of people also are very like when they hear fetish when they hear these these words they're very much like in their brain it's this like very very sexualized experience and and it's not necessarily the case. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Like, you can be a dominatrix and never have sex with anyone. You, you don't. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> there, no, there doesn't have to be any sex involved. And like people are, people don't understand that. They get uh, very hung up on the word fetish and it gets very, mm-hmm. very sexualized. And Again, I blame Hollywood. Yep. Yeah. I think that's fair. Like it gets Fifty very, Shades like, of Grey. Fuck them. Yeah. Oh my God, that fucking garbage. The secretary. Like, did you guys ever watch that one? I no. You don't have to. <laughs> Honestly, like, fuck, fuck Fifty Shades of Grey. Fuck it. Just throw it in the garbage. I mean, isn't that where it already is? All, all these fucking middle-aged housewives being like, "Ooh, Christian Grey," and as a Christian Grey, <sighs> a domestic abuser, yeah, and a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, what they should have done, I think, if Hollywood really wanted to open the doors to the BDSM world or a sneak peek of it or whatever to like intrigue people, they should have started with um, Anne Rice's uh, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, the claiming the awakening of Sleeping Beauty. Of- yep. Mm-hmm. 100%. One of, one of the greatest like BDSM novels ever. Like it's just... that It was such a good novel. It's so good. And the whole, the series is just, it's so... Because it's so erotic and still keeps it in the realm of what BDSM is, you know, mm-hmm. because, because Fifty Shades of Grey, it, it really, it blurs so many lines and really. It, so it, I, I ugh, know literally nothing about it because I refuse to participate in it. But from what I understood, it was very like kind of Rapey. non-consensual. Yeah. yeah. So the next question that we want to ask you is are you a believer or are you a skeptic? Dun, dun, dun. Moment of truth. I am a believer that we as humans don't know shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> honestly so that's like the best answer i've ever heard yeah because yeah. i i have always considered myself a little bit of a skeptic but i believe that there is more out there yeah. i just think the people are so fucking stupid and like have no idea what they're looking for or, or what even to look for mm-hmm. in regards to like paranormal yeah. activity or like other life like extraterrestrial I just want to believe like, so badly I'm just like I just want it to be real see so like <laughs> like whenever I see like certain clips or something I'm like this is all fucking bullshit like this isn't how it works like I do believe that there is like special energy and like things like that out there but I don't I think the people are dumb. One of my favorite things, which is literally a a segment of this podcast, is where I show Gulia videos of ghost activity. Yeah, and she it's like this is bullshit. <laughs> How far back did her eyes roll? Oh, <laughs> like all the way back. And I'm like, come on, it's really-. like no, like. Like, like you, he, he, from the other room. What are you talking? Like you can't show me something on the internet and be like, look, look, this is real. real. Yeah, um, no, I'm. I, I, I a long time ago I came to the conclusion that yeah, we just we don't know. Yeah, we like to pretend like we know, but we don't know. Because here's the thing: some people have had experiences, some people have never had experiences. I have so many stories to tell, so many, so many really fucked up stories. Um, but here's the problem: I can't retell these stories because when I do, when I try to talk about them. And I hope nothing fucking happens right now. Who's ever out there listening, <laughs> chill the fuck out. I'm not retelling your story. I'm not invoking you either. But when I re- try to retell these stories, something really messed up will happen. Oh, the sure. last time that I tried to talk about something that was happening, that it had happened like such a long time ago. I thought it was safe and it was in a different house. A six foot tall fucking wall mirror that was not propped up onto the, I mean, it wasn't drilled or anything to the wall. It was just leaning up against the, the wall flew across the room and there was nobody around to touch it and it happened on my live stream I was nowhere near that mirror nobody was near that mirror no cats were near the mirror there's no way a cat can push a six foot tall mirror like that is not possible I'm not I'm not an I'm not an engineer but I'm also not an idiot (laughs) so and there was no earthquakes there was no wind it's just coincidentally I was talking about this really fucked up thing that happened that may or may not have involved demons or ghosts or whatever. I don't know what the fuck it was. Um, so I made, I made peace. And they were up. like, shut up, bitch. Yes. <laughs> so my conclusion is, since I don't know, I just don't know. And I should shut the fuck up. I just don't All know. All right, there you go. I am mad about that. Yeah, speaking of what, yesterday, me and a friend, a couple friends, and then Gulia joined us shortly after, watched Host. Have you watched Host yet? The, is, the one, the one on Shutter, not it's the on Japanese Shutter, film. Not on, not the Japanese film. It's on Shutter. It is entirely filmed on Zoom. It's one of those quarantine it's, horror films. I don't think I've seen it. I think I'm confusing it with Slither. Oh yeah, yeah. So, it, host so, is host about a parasite. No, no. So host, no, no. Is, okay. it's, it's it's a quarantine film. It's filmed on Zoom. A bunch of you know, a bunch of friends in the UK get on Zoom and they're going to do this like Zoom seance. Oh God. And uh, <laughs> okay. it obviously does not go well. Yeah. On Shutter, it, it was actually very, imp- I was very impressed. Uh, okay. But it's very similar. It's like, uh, don't do this because it's not going to turn out well. <laughs> like, hey, maybe just don't. 
Yeah. You just stop yes. and say to yourself, this is a bad idea. Like I wasn't allowed to play with Ouija boards when I was younger. My mother would Same. not let me play with Ouija boards. She was like, no. She's mm-hmm. like, you want to go to somebody else's house and haunt their house? That's fine. Do not do it here. <laughs> not even, um, not even D and D like Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yeah, we no. couldn't do that either. Cause it was considered spooky. My mother, demonic. my mother was afraid because she had heard about people who killed themselves over uh, their characters dying in D and D. She oh God, really? I I don't know I if that, that was true, but that was a thing that was like going around back in yeah. the early '90s. So she like wouldn't let me play D and D. I believe that one hundred percent. My character did not die, but um, something traumatic happened, and I'm still not coping with that very well. <laughs> like I'm still like stuck there. I'm like, wait, my necromancer Tabaxi, like poor thing she did this and then where is she she's stuck in this other world with all these no oh, shit. Her... <laughs> like, it's just no, it's fine now we we it's finally okay gave her closure <laughs> she's she's all good living out her lives and well living out her yeah nine lives in her little cottage but um st- yeah i get that that game will mess you up especially yeah, yeah. i can imagine a little kid getting so wrapped up into it very upset like your character dies and like what do you do but uh so there's one question that i did not send you it's a okay. question that we ask every guest, and I think we already know the answer. No, I'm not going to show you my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. That's the oh answer. my god, <laughs> we're, we're shit out of line. I know her Patreon <laughs> says no nudes. I know I should have, but we ask all of our guests, what kind of person are they? And that when we ask that, we mean, are you a vampire person are you a zombie person are you a witch person a werewolf person and i think we already know what kind of person you are i think it's kind of (laughs) obvious but we do ask everyone so we have to ask you as well huh well that's a very good question i was i was so ready to answer that and say a vampire well, that's what we thought you were going to say. That's what we thought. Yeah. I want to go with vampire. Just because I feel like I already check off all the... All the boxes. All the yeah. little boxes on that list. Well, and but I'm also a big fan of like a... Um, the the classic um, witch that is obsessed with power. Mm-hmm. And will like swallow the souls of like little yeah. children to remain beautiful. Something about that just seems appealing. So maybe a mashup of those two. Okay. Of, like a vampire... The vampire witch, the blood but of I, the virgin children. I was gonna in the say, village. I think that like that part of the witch that you mentioned also kind of ties into a little bit more of the vampire. Yeah, of like eternal youth. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, okay. So like, I like we. I think even when we were on our way here, and we were both like, "She's gonna be a vampire person." Like. <laughs> We both have <laughs> followed you for long enough to know that you are like to get a gist of who you are. It's and we big are both vampire like, energy. Big vampire. Energy. <laughs> like some people, some people were not. I think that's sure. the name of the episode. <laughs> big vampire energy. Big fang vampire energy. Big fang. Big fang. Swing that big fang around. <laughs> Swing that big fang around. You guys want to hear something messed up? So we story time. That um i was actually born you guys speak spanish i do not know no okay i was gonna throw I, spanish i, some, I, I understand some yeah so. okay so uh, I'll, I'll keep it uh to english um i was born with really big sharp things 
And so in Spanish, they're called colmillos. Yeah. And um, it got to the point that I I, I slashed my tongue up. And for some reason, it just never healed. I slashed my lip up and I was constantly with blood all over my mouth. And so at some point, my parents had to make a choice. You know, they took me to the dentist and they're like, we can put dentures on her because you can't pull them out. I think because of the nerves that are attached to your face. So they're like, yeah, this girl's just like butchering her mouth. So we need to put dentures on her. So they put dentures in my mouth uh, to like cover my fangs so they look flat. Um, And I didn't know this because it put you to sleep. So I went to sleep. I woke up. I thought I had just marshmallows in my mouth because they put the gauze and shit. Um, So nobody bothered to tell me that I had fake teeth in my mouth. So one Halloween... One Halloween, I'm enjoying my my caramel candy apple. I bite into it. I let go. And my teeth are left in the apple. And I am scarred for life that candy caramel apples can pull your teeth out. And I mean teeth as in like the whole roll. Like nobody bothered to tell this little girl, you have fake teeth. Um, so I had to find out the hard way. I'm dying. I'm having a panic attack. I'm a little child. I don't understand yeah. what's going on. My mom hears a screaming. She finally tries to explain to me why this was happening. That's fine. They're not real teeth. Um, That's not okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty traumatic. So I had to learn to just like live with the things. Um, it's, it's When I was like in like elementary, I got bullied for it so much. And well, I shouldn't say bully because that word gets used so much. I got punked on and beat the shit out of me let me be very like you know let me paint an image of how bad that shit was about the fangs because I look so creepy when I would smile so I took a nail filer and filed them down as much as I could before like crying so I that was my way of dealing with my my horrible fangs so I was like you know what if I hadn't done that they would be cool right now because everybody loves vampires everybody wants to be a vampire I'm like I was way too early (laughs) I was born at the wrong time. That's it. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, I, we, we thought you were a vampire person for sure. We, you know, we always ask this question mainly because we're trying to find out who is a werewolf person <laughs> and why they exist. Because werewolf people are, are strange. We're, we, we, we just find werewolf people I mean, we to think, be bizarre. We think, we think. We haven't met one yet. I've never met one, but of. I've seen pictures of them. I in the think... It's because they tend to be um, solitary people. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't see, I can, I I can see maybe like one or two eventually making their way into like a group or something, but I think it's because they're solitary people. What are you guys? I, 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 I'm at the phase of my life where I'm much more of a witch person. I was definitely a a vampire person when I was younger, became more of a zombie person in my twenties now I'm much more into my witch phase of life, I think. I'm still a zombie person, kind of. Like, just gory, nonsensical bullshit. I <laughs> yeah. I, I've also, I'm also a self-proclaimed, like, fan of slime. Like, slime she movies slime. more than anything. Nice. So, yeah, give me all of that. And that's, like, what I want to. Like, give me mutants, a poncho. Like, Let's go. Give me a poncho. That's That's my motto. Give me a poncho. <laughs> Like slime, blood, guts, all of it. Like that, that ear, that ear in that soup. Give you all that. Yep. Oh yeah. Why not? So 
we're we are almost at the end. I have you two more questions that. for you. you no, I know. I know. I keep I keep saying I'm like <laughs> it's been like two You're hours. Obsessed. It really um, has. But so uh, if you could hang out with any vampire character, who would it be? Okay. Or, Down or, to the nitty gritty. Or if you right? sired by any vampire Ooh. character. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. So hang out would be Alira from Van Helsing. Okay. Um, she's so gorgeous. Such a badass. And that accent. That accent right. does things to me. I'm like, I didn't know I went that right. way, but I'll go that way. <laughs> <laughs> so I would hang out with Alira, and you know what? Whatever happens, happens. I'll just leave it like that. Um, then the next two, uh, I think I would let them like turn me, um, or just like let me let me be there, like a little puppy that's like Ooh. next to them all the time. It would be Vlad. From Dracula Untold. Okay. Luke Evans. Just that's his name, right? Luke Evans. Am I saying Maybe. that right? I think so. I think so. He played Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. I'm he was sure. also I, I um, think it's Luke Evans, yeah, but I oh I'm not 100 percent I know. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm like, I know him as his character name. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh gosh. Okay. Um, yeah, he just he did something for that character. Um, he played have you guys seen that one, Dracula Untold? I I have not. I haven't either. I same thing as like Van Helsing. I thought I wasn't gonna like it, and I was ready to hate it because they are retelling the story of Vlad, um, Tempest Vlad. So what was this? He's a, he's a prince of Wallachia. Christian mm-hmm. Gates have heard of him. So oh, Vlad, Vlad the Impaler. Vlad that was the Impaler, his, yeah. like yeah. popular well, nickname. And yes, so and they re- it is Luke Evans. I looked it up. All right, okay. I was gonna Thank say. Thank you. I never watched it because I heard that I might not like it. Yeah, so it, it's same thing as like Van Helsing. It's a retelling of that story. Um, I like that they got play, the names of places accurate. I think that was important. It's a new take on Vlad because obviously he was he was always portrayed as being very brutal and mm-hmm. bloodlusting. And this one's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, they show a different side of like, hmm, what if maybe it happened like this? And they retold the story from okay. the point of view of, like you know what everybody else saw so all you know is this like murderous bastard but what if he wasn't mm-hmm. a- anyway it's not here or there uh just the the actor, <laughs> the actor i mean but me. in fairness luke evans and dracula yeah. he is hot yeah he's sure. very he's just it's just the hair the makeup the movements the the lighting the colors the wardrobe that they chose for him oh. all of it worked for me mm-hmm. all of it worked for me so yeah, I'm gonna toss that one in there. I definitely would hang out with that with that uh, <laughs> Vlad. Um, and then I gotta say, my my comic book nerd is gonna come out. Uh, sorry, <laughs> no, don't be um, sorry because I'm usually here for this part. Oh, okay. So I would hang out with Jean Claude from the comic book, uh, the Anita Blake comic book. So it's based on a Laurel K. Hamilton novel. Okay, but I feel like I like the depiction of Jean Claude from the comic book a little bit more. So okay. not mad yeah, about those are gonna that, be my three. Okay, yeah, a comic book that I, I I'm I'm weird in that sense. Like I find certain like drawings and okay comic cartoon comic characters arousing. No, I I, I 
I understand that. We were actually literally having a conversation about hentai before. <laughs> cool. So, <laughs> and okay. Julia was like, I didn't think that you would be into that. And I was like, well, every once in a while, why not? A little bit, you know. Very that. Um, opened the computer, it was there. I was yeah, like, right. oh, I, I, I opened, I opened my, my browser to send you an email. And I was like, oh, well, there we go. Um, yeah, no. never never judgment just no. I, I i wasn't expecting just that surprise but no i i so for me growing up like i said i was a big Anne rice fan so uh i actually saw lestat the musical when it was on broadway f- for like maybe three months i saw it yeah. at least like five times so <laughs> <laughs> um so i feel you like you sometimes you have a connection and it's like i don't know why but it's there and i feel it and i get it so Right there with you. Wonderful. Uh, and the last question that we have for you before uh, we finally let you leave. <laughs> we've been, we've, we've held you hostage for way too long. Uh, the last question that we have for you is what is it that you're working on now? I mean, obviously aside from the movie, uh, do you have anything in the works? I know that you might not be able to tell us a lot of details, but yeah, even just a little bit teaser of what's to come. For sure, for sure. I am like addicted to working. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm not even gonna go into that <laughs> psychological uh, trauma. Like honestly, what happened that's, there? That's both of us as well. So we understand. <laughs> oh, okay. Yay. I am amongst friends. <laughs> both of um, us work an obscene amount and are like, why why are we so tired all the time when we're not like yeah. actively working? True. Why am I tired all the time? Like, I wonder why. Like juggling like 20 different things. <laughs> yep. So right now I'm currently working on, I'm trying to get more equipment for the shop. I am trying to upgrade. There's more tools that I need. And so that's been like a big, that's been a big goal of mine, trying to upgrade my equipment um, and also branch out, expand my brand. I would love to be able, I already started doing it and I would love to be able to do it a little bit more, um, making merch for other small businesses and artists that okay. want to start making and sell, I mean, that, that want to start selling their merch. I would love to be able to help them, like give them tips, like how I started my company, how I started my website, how to run a website, what are some important things to look out for, but more importantly, make the merch for them. So that's my next big goal. Yeah. So kind of like um, brand consultant slash let me make your shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. then also, um, because I can't just be doing one thing, <laughs> I can't just sh- sit down and shut the fuck up for a second. Um, I'm also starting to take in a few more submissives. Um, okay. I know that sounded really weird and I just squeeze that in like a normal conversation. No, but that, that is honestly part of the normal conversation. I mean, this podcast is called I Spit in Your Mouth. Correct. So. That's true. That is true. Okay. <laughs> we we okay. are not, we are not uh, like opposed to things that may seem out of the may may seem out of the ordinary for a quote-unquote normal conversation absolutely yeah it feels so good not being judged i'm so not used to that i need to hang out with you guys some more (laughs) we were actually just talking about that we were literally just talking about that before we reconnected after the power outage where (laughs) gulia goes um so i actually really like her we should (laughs) hang out with her the next time we go to california yeah Oh my god! Yes, please. If you guys come down uh, when it's like around Halloween time, so if you guys do like October, that's when like the most fun stuff there is to do. I mean, I'm not a California person, so I'm pretty sure there's lots of other things to recommend. But I don't like here. I don't like living in California. It's not for me. It's yeah. too sunny. It's too happy. It's too yellow and orange. It's not for me. But 
around Halloween time, there's a lot of fun stuff to do. So I would love to hang out with you guys. Like if you guys do Halloween Horror Nights, oh, it's my uh, favorite thing to do every year. So I think that I, I'm, actually, I'm actually wearing my, uh, my Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> oh! That is awesome. Sure. That is awesome. That maze was so much fun. Oh, so good. And I do think that it is our plan to be there at least once or twice next year, as long as COVID is absolutely in its fucking grave where it should be. <laughs> For sure. Well, I'm 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 very glad that uh, we have become friends <laughs> over the yes. last two hours. I, I, it's been a long time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I I'm keep blaming, apologizing. I am blaming everything on Dottie. I know. It's all my oh, fault. Everything on Dottie. I, I just got carried away. I was so excited. I know That's you so were. funny because I'm blaming myself. I'm like, I've <laughs> talked too much. They're not going to invite me again. <laughs> no, like, we honestly, it was an absolute pleasure to have you. And like, who knows Thank where you. this podcast will go. But we will potentially have you again, uh, like absolutely. depending on where I, everything goes. I I'm so honestly humbled and, and thank you so much for, for being here. I never thought in a million years. <laughs> honestly, when, when Dottie texted me and was like, Missy said, yes, I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I just, thank you so much. I, it, it really means the world to me for you to, you know, to be here and, and, you know, be able to, actually connect on this level and also i feel like even me as a person who's followed you for a long time has learned so much more about you and i'm actually more intrigued now more than ever so i hope that whoever listens to (laughs) us and like follows you gets to know you a little bit more and like is even more intrigued than before so and that being said um if you could do us a favor and plug your plug your your shit plug your shit plug (laughs) plug your social media your patreon so everyone can follow you and so yeah, so if some of your viewers uh, or listeners wanted to see what I look like, <laughs> so like oh we know we just know how she sounds that filthy mouth of hers. But well, if they she, looks, to see she looks lovely, absolutely oh, lovely, gorgeous. Oh, gorgeous. Guys. oh my god, can I blush anymore? <laughs> um, so yeah, if they wanted to see what I look like or they wanted to see some of the stuff that I do, they can find me on Instagram. I have my personal page, which is Monku underscore Giel, spelled M A N K U underscore Giel, G E A L. Um, or if they want to check out my shop, it's Monku underscore shop. So same as Monku, like M-A-N-K-U. <laughs> um, and then my Patreon is going to be patreon.com forward slash Monku underscore Giel. My Twitch is the same thing. Actually, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I got that wrong. The Patreon, there's no underscore in Monku okay. Giel. It's just patreon.com forward slash Monku Giel. The Twitch channel, that one has an underscore. I get those mixed up. And... I recently started doing uh, TikTok and I'm only uploading just kinky shit on there. Um, trying not to get reported. <laughs> I already did. I have one of my videos taken down. Really? But, yeah. So it should be the same name. Monku, Monku Gil. Okay. Because okay. I was like, I don't TikTok. understand TikTok, but like, yeah, here for more either. kinky shit. I, but... I feel like I only like see dumb animal videos yeah. which i love <laughs> i love but also you know our our listeners should also like follow you because you do you do a lot of giveaways i do i won i was gonna I say won one of those <laughs> yes, you did. and just so you know they are random so i love that that happened like what the, what are the chances I, like, and i was I'm like, like I didn't know. 
I won those gloves and I was like, so I was waiting to get them. Cause I was like, I don't know if they're going to fit my giant man. I was going to say, and meanwhile, once, once Sadi got them, I was like, are you sure they're going to fit your giant man hands? And I put them on and they fit. And I was like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to grindstone the shit out of these gloves. <laughs> so I'm, I'm building a whole look. Around 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 so excited i can't wait to I'm, see yes, I'm using the gloves as a centerpiece to create this beautiful black widow inspired oh makeup god. i'm very excited oh my god so. i am so excited to see i'm so <laughs> oh my i almost forgot to mention the shop wow the, the website oh yeah <laughs> oh my the actual god. website and not just the instagram <laughs> I, I am, I am a we're doing great we're swear. doing great we're not allowed oh to play god. together because we can't just get serious i know <laughs> We need a buffer. We need somebody that's like, all right, next topic. All right, you, you left off here. What was the next thing? Right, you've been you've been doing this for three hours. But Let's I, go. But I feel like that person would be really boring and not invited. That's true. Yeah. That's true. We would all just like equally hate that person. Yeah, I, I feel I feel that. I feel that on like, like a deep personal level. Meanwhile, when I was curating this list of questions, I was like, we're not going to have enough to talk about. Only ten questions. <laughs> <laughs> Oops! It's been like what two two and a half hours. <laughs> Two hours and fifteen minutes, I think. Oh my god! To be honest, all right. Oh, fun. oh okay. Done. So the the website, yes, it's uh, com. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is where you could get all of your spooky cat dad, spooky cat mom shit. Yes. And Love plenty that. of other fantastic little spooky items. Like I mean, yes, I do have the, like the really large bag, makeup bags. The makeup bags are so yeah. freaking cute. I love my that. my mean makeup bags. I just feel like I can't do makeup or talk about makeup or be around makeup without having an attitude. So I feel like there's always somebody like talking shit, criticizing, thinking they know better or hurrying you up. I'm like, chill the fuck out. Let me do my makeup. Let me enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my makeup bag should be mean and tell people off and be like, leave me oh, the yeah. fuck alone. Honestly, I'm not ready. Let me paint my eyebrows on aggressively <laughs> so you could fuck off and call me a bitch. <laughs> well, again, again, Missy, thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure. I mean, obviously, oh, we had we obviously had way too much fun because we just can't stop talking. So um, I'm I'm very glad that we're friends now. <laughs> yes. Best school friends, and I want to be friends yes. with your kitty too. Her yes. name Stella. Stella, yes, Stella, little baby, so precious. She's <laughs> a little mitts. Oh, the me. little mitts are excellent. Oh, the oh, little mitts are her, excellent. She has the such, such little cute little toby. <laughs> But thank you so much. For, she's mad at me. Yeah, she's she hates this. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for for giving us so much time today. To thank you for talk. having me. Absolutely, I you know, like I said, I Fucking you were dead. one of the first people that I I wanted on this podcast, and I I just thank you so much for for giving me the time of day. <laughs> well, because honestly, you you made your life, you made your brand off of the spooky life, which yeah, is phenomenal, which is what we love, and. So thank you so much. And hopefully we'll be able to do this again on the podcast, but we're definitely going to continue to do this just like as friends. I was going to yes. say, Dottie, it's not letting you go. No, no, you were friends now. You can't get away from me. Set up a, a group, set up a group chat. Yeah. A group chat on Instagram that yeah. we can just continue hanging out. Yeah, oh definitely. My God, for sure. Because th- this was, this has been wonderful. So thank you so much. Uh, and I hope everybody has enjoyed you and that they will follow you as well. I'm sure they will. Please. They better. Thank you. No <laughs> Wonderful. And 
so we're we're gonna I'm, I'm gonna just letting you know i'm gonna end the the recording now but and then we'll say our goodbyes before whatever but i'll edit all that out so that was our interview with Missy, our AKA, new best ghoul friend, our new best ghoul friend, Manku Gil. We love her. We adore her so much and we thank her and, and we just want to just hug her and give her. AKA Dottie's uh, obsessed. I really am. But, uh, what a wonderful interview. It was way longer than we anticipated. And I'm Correct. sure that we've cut out way more than <laughs> And here's my talkie crunch for the evening. Lovely. We're hungry. So normally this is where we would do our spoopy stuff, but due to the length of the interview, we decided that we're going to omit that this Correct. this episode and I we will come back to fair. it next time. Uh, we really were not anticipating <laughs> the length. Of really that. not. We just, we hit it off so well that we couldn't stop. So it was natural, darling. It was natural. So once again, thank you so much to Missy uh, Manku Gil of Manku Shop. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on our next episode. And also where you could buy all of your holiday gifts. Absolutely. Please buy all, all, your of, your, gifts. all of your holiday gifts. Buy them at Manku Shop. Do it. Do it. Do it. So one more time, you can find us on the social medias i am dotty spartans that's d-o-t-t-y s-p-a-r-t-a-n-s on instagram and i am gulia spartans g-h-o-u-l-i-a underscore no no underscore no underscore <laughs> christ can you cut that <laughs> that i will cut thank you and you can find me at gulia g-h-o-u-l-i-a spartans s-p-a-r-t-a-n-s all one word on Instagram. That's pretty much the only social medias I know how to use. So that's the only place you could find me. And you can find the podcast on I Spit in Your Mouth on Instagram. And you can email us at I Spit in Your Mouth Podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, concerns, requests. And also, like, by the way, would love to know who left us that one star rating. Like, if you're gonna do that, please leave us hate mail to go along yeah, with it. Yeah, you can't just give us a one star rating and not tell us why. I mean, I, I'm i sure that there's pretty good reason. But also, like, tell we us need, why. Both of us, both of us have enemies, so I'm sure it's someone who clearly doesn't like us on a personal level, but I would love to know why. Yeah, like, who are you? don't be a bitch. Tell Say us your who you name. are. Say your name. And remember, the world is ooky spooky, and so are you. So remember to creep, creep it real. It real.